0: Hello and welcome, independent researchers, skeptics, and all of humankind, shadow citizen. Your host, Rachel L. McIntosh, I'm Rob Osell.
1: here tonight. Excellent. All right. This is Rachel McIntosh, Rachel L. McIntosh. You have to use that L if you're going to do Google search on me because some soccer player shows up with Rachel McIntosh. I'm Rachel L. McIntosh. I'm your host of Shadow Citizen. And tonight we have a very interesting show and it's important to everybody to listen to this. It's about geoengineering. And um, right now there is a bill that's being looked at in a committee in a very small state that I'm from, the state is Rhode Island. And it's the only bill about geoengineering in the United States. And uh to answer, you know, I think this is a really, I'm going to bring somebody through that's putting this bill forward. His name is Justin Price. He's a representative from Exeter in Rhode Island. And we also have Jolie Diane. She's an um, environmental activist and she's, very much into this. Uh, she actually edited uh Justin's bill. Um, let me see, who do we have here first? Who's first? Yeah, hi, Rachel. Hi. Oh, good. You're here. Wonderful. Excellent. So Jolie's here. Justin's not here yet. Justin Price, the representative. Um, now, Jolie, since you're here, and this is great that you are here, um, why don't we start off talking about what geoengineering is, and how? First off, what is it, and why should people even be concerned about it? Well, thanks, Rachel. Um,
0: geoengineering is the artificial modification of Earth's weather and climate systems. And these kinds of programs and activities have actually been occurring since before the 1950s. Um. But now what we have is um, kind of a situation where there's a federal um, and international geoengineering, and this ties into global governance. And so it's very fitting that Rhode Island should be the first state to reject the geoengineering agenda and um, put forth this bill which is a counter mechanism to this planned pollution. And um, everyone should know about it because we care about the environment. Now, we care about um, our communities. Right. And it impacts everybody. No one can be free if you are breathing geoengineering substances, which are distributed, and you're being electromagneted. <laughs> uh, you hit with EMF from the um, microwave radiation
1: that's employed with these programs as well. Okay, wait, wait stop, stop. So what we're talking about is geoengineering. There, it's people that are trying to affect the weather. Now, people have cloud seeded for a long time. They've been seeding clouds, um, and that makes rain. I understand that. What's different about geoengineering than cloud seeding? Or is cloud seeding part of geoengineering? Yeah.
0: Cloud seeding is part of weather modification. And, again, just because they've always done it doesn't make it okay. What it is right. is they add chemicals to the atmosphere. And we mm-hmm. know this is true because we have lab tests that contain um, the geoengineering footprint, which is aluminum, barium, strontium, and sulfur. And we actually have a test from Providence and um, from Coventry. Um, that both indicate the geoengineering footprint.
1: Okay. Now, I'm from Rhode Island, and my people listening to this show might know this too. Rhode Island is the smallest state in the United States. We're teeny tiny, and we're one of the first original 13 colonies. We're also the state that refused to sign the Constitution, and when we did that, yeah Rhode Island got ended up getting starved out by the other states around it until they finally broke down and signed the constitution um, so if you go ever to look at the real constitution and look Rhode island hasn't didn 't sign that and we're we're putting up a fight about this uh, geoengineering bill i mean this geoengineering stuff that 's going on and i 'm really really surprised um, quite frankly that justin price. Representative Justin Price is doing this. I know him from, we were both running to be delegates for Ron Paul. He was on the ballot with me twice. And um, so that's how I know him. And he's a good guy. I was really surprised that he came forth with this bill. And I wish we could get him on the phone right now. But we will, he'll come on shortly, I'm sure. But in any event, so this, do people sometimes call this chemtrails? Yeah, I mean,
0: initially when people look up at the sky, that's the first thing that people think because it's like, oh, what is that? Um, yeah. But, you know, once you learn about these programs um, and the fact that they are financed uh, almost through 2028 now, and what it's called is weather research um, and the bill, actually, that was already signed was Weather Research and Forecasting Innovation Act of 2017. That was signed by Mr. Trump in April. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about these programs, the way that we have to take them down, because the, the terminology is important. We've been kind of going around in circles. The Air Force, Air Force put together the idea that chemtrails were a hoax. And they gave this information to all of our representatives. And so when you call in and you refer to these programs with that term, they're instructed to just go, okay, bye. You know, they won't even listen because they've already – everybody goes by the book. It's their instructions. But when you talk about the bill, for example, H.R. 353, which finances atmospheric chemistry and Department of Defense weather activities, you know, you can do the, do the research and see that, yes, cloud seeding is central. And, um, in fact, a very important document for people to look at is at the Zero Geoengineering site. And it is called 5Z 2005 Letter. Mm-hmm. The Office of Science and Technology. And basically in that letter, it's from the Bush administration and they end up not passing legislation for similar legislation that's going through now because of the liability issues that the government would have. So
1: so they didn't we know do it that just these, because there was some sort of liability. They thought they were going to get sued.
0: Right, right. And so they just rebranded. So now they're not calling it weather modification as they have since the 50s and 40s and stuff. Now they're calling it weather research. And Harvard is doing weather experiments, NASA is doing weather experiments, and so as long as they call it research, then they have been able to avoid the um, hazardous substance list of of the EPA, which includes all of those contaminants, aluminum, barium, strontium, and sulfur, and these are by no means the only contaminants contained in these, you know, emissions, Uh, but the important thing is that what... Representative Price has done, which was, and going back to what you were saying, the point you're making about Rhode Island, which is really central to this. It's states' rights.
2: It's Mm -hmm. 10th Amendment
0: all the way. There is no federal law that can come and violate our state laws. And so we need to just show up regarding, if we care about the environment, this is our issue because geoengineering, they're talking about adding chemical pollution. And that's not because I say so. Please go research the, the Harvard documents. Uh, they don't hide it. Um, Carnegie Council is sponsoring conferences all over the world. So there's conferences in China about geoengineering global governance.
2: Russia mm-hmm. has
0: weather modification going. So, again, Rhode Island is standing up for biology on the planet because biology is not meant to have so much pollution. Uh, it's not good for the environment. It's not good for the p- climate. You know, people talk about gr- greenhouse emissions. <laughs> But let's talk about pollution emissions. That's right. what's causing the climate damage. Not greenhouse gases. No, come on, everybody. Your your breath is not a pollutant. It's not your fault. Um, they're dumping pollution into the atmosphere and doing different experiments. And in in fact, um June eleventh, um, NASA did an experiment to release chemicals aluminum, barium, and strontium. So there you go. They're not hiding it. And uh so now, you know, Representative Price has this legislation that we're trying to mirror in other states, um, because now, again, Tenth Amendment, right. we have to have liberty, and liberty right. is impossible and if we are getting man-made weather.
1: That's right. Um, well, I I just want to tell people that are not from Rhode Island, all of May it rained every single day, and then when we got into June, it was literally fifty degrees. And that, I mean, people can say, oh, you know, the weather in New England is crazy, but it's very ironic that this, that, that bill got passed in April, you said, that President Trump signed, and all of a sudden, all this stuff's happening. I'm not saying that they did this, but I'm just saying it's very interesting coincidence, and maybe they did do it, just because they could, for research, and maybe not, maybe not even in Rhode Island. Maybe it was happening somewhere else, and it was one of the butterfly wing things.
0: Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, the thing is, they're manipulating the weather. They're manipulating the climate. They have this idea um, that's built on a false premise of that carbon is a problem or that the sun is the problem or that the nature of photosynthesis and physics on the planet is a problem. What they're doing is mitigating false problems. And so in doing so, they're making a ton of money because the weather industry is at the heart of HR 353 and S 141, which is just the Senate bill. And that's okay. called, um, Space Weather Research and Forecasting Act. Okay. So, so
1: they the H- have, okay, the H353, HR- that's the one that, yeah, Trump- that's the
0: House of Representatives. Oh. And that's the one that Trump signed. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Now good. the
0: other one, now the other one, that's that's not so great because what that's saying is it's legalizing geoengineering. They're calling right. it weather research, but now they have uh, a blank check pretty much. They got they got it financed on that bill through like 2020. Then you go to S141. This now this is already passed the Senate. It's in the House. So people, if you want to, you can call one eight six six two two zero 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 four four. And call your senators and congresspeople and say no, face weather, no on S 141. There's a million other things we could be spending money on for the social good and public good. Uh, right. so, you know, we have to see the thing is we have to show up at policy making where it counts because that's where, that's where the laws are being implemented or not. You know, we unfortunately, it's only industry that showed up for weather modification. You know,
1: everyone else is like, yeah. Not really right. happening.
0: No, it's no, true because people
1: don't realize. You know, you just you don't realize it's going on yeah. because we spend yeah. a lot of time indoors these days. We're looking at a computer all the time, and if it's raining outside, or if it's crummy outside, or the sky's full of you know yucky clouds, you kind of just go. Eh, <laughs> yeah. What am I to do about it? It's too big of a thing. Even if you are worried about it, it's, it's too big of a thing. And that's why, right. like I said, I'm very, very proud of Justin Price. Representative Justin Price from Exeter, Rhode Island, and he's with us on the line now, and I want to introduce everybody to him. Um Justin, can you hear me?
3: Justin? I can, Rachel. Oh,
1: great. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad. So can you tell so us, everybody here on the line and, uh, in the world, tell us about your bill that you're putting forth?
3: Uh, well, the, the uh, Geoengineering Act of, uh, of seventeen or yeah and, uh, that's just a. it's uh you know it, it it's it's kind of like a licensing bill you know it's and 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 somewhat of an awareness uh bill so that you know it brings this to light and and gets it heard in committee and you know i mean i've it's, a lot of people around the the planet have been contacting me about this so, so it's so it's definitely getting some traction worldwide, nationwide.
1: Okay I just want to interrupt that's wonderful that people are contacting you. This is very cool. But you just said it's a licensing bill, so it's not really an anti geoengineering bill. But people are still going to geoengineer, but it's a licensing bill.
3: Well that's how we had to address it through the through the state legislation. We had to go through the licensing process so that everything could be reviewed and if uh you know if anybody violate the licensing process they'll be fine so um
1: oh and, oh, oh because and, because trump did sign that h 353 right so because everything's for research is legal so now rhode island can say hey look if you're gonna do it you have to get a license to do it and you have to apply for it is that what you're saying
3: correct and that and and you have to go through all the proper channels you have you have to say exactly what what you're doing, and exactly what uh, um, you know, what chemicals or what process you're you're gonna um, propose, mm-hmm. and so so everything will be on the table. But like I said earlier, it's it, you know it really is bringing awareness to geoengineering, um, and getting people involved with it. I think I think um, that's one of the good things about the bill.
1: Okay, so the bill in Rhode Island, just so people know, it's called H, it's called Rhode Island H6011, and that you can find online, and you could look at it and read it. Um, And Jolie, our other guest who's with us right now, she's been talking for a little bit, um, she helped edit that, from what I understand. Now, Jolie, you edited that, and how much does it cost to apply for this license in Rhode Island?
0: Uh, yeah. Thanks. Um, hi, Rep. Hi. Um This is a process that you have to go through, and there's about 10 agencies. So, if someone wanted to geoengineer, the first thing they have to do is fill out an application and give an EIS statement, which is an environmental impact statement, to each of these agencies. So, it's not just like they're going to get to go, woo, and go geoengineer. They're going to have to go through this process, and it's going to be like a roadblock system. So, um, yeah, um, it's it's very important. I mean, people around the world have a voice and um, an articulation of what the problem is. And like Rep Price was saying, it's bringing a lot of awareness and legitimacy to this so people can start really taking a closer look and uh, seeing that it's a real deal and a major problem.
1: Okay. Well, let's back up what what are the major problems that could happen because for people that are just not aware of this will be like what could happen what could possibly happen if i if we don't stop this what if it's supposed to be good for the environment maybe it's maybe they're going to try to help us you know maybe if people say that they won't even listen twice but what could happen if we don't do this bill well
0: then it just says that we're okay with megatons of pollution being dumped on us, and we have it in our lab tests, you know, we can't have liberty. It's not really just about the aerosol chemicals. It's about the electromagnetism employed by geoengineering and G5. It's like we can't have liberty. We can't, we can't have liberty. It's impossible to do if we are going to be manipulated with frequencies and polluted on as, you know,
1: that's man-made weather. This is it. Modified weather, everyone. Okay, so they are, so, Jolie, you're, you're talking about some sort of waves that they put through the air to make clouds, or is it's obviously not cloud seeding. It's, they're doing something else to make the weather do something. What's that other thing they're doing? And you said it's, yeah. like, radioactive, it's, like, they're, what is that? Can you explain it better? It's emissions.
0: They use radar, microwave technology. And so the microwaves act in collaboration with the metals.
1: All right. So now I get
0: it. All right. So so the atmosphere is conductive, and then so are we.
2: Okay.
0: This is the thing. This is the line that's crossed. We don't have liberty if we are forced into geoengineering, and that's why Rhode Island is so important. Because it's saying, states, right, this is the Tenth Amendment here. We can't just right. come in our state and do experimentation without asking, polluting? I don't think so.
1: So, all right, have, have, have they tested this technology at all? Like, are they? could they, they say, look, we tested it, and it's totally safe? Did they ever say that?
0: No, they have never done any human health studies at all. This is a military operation. Um, So they're they're making
1: us, they're making us, everybody in every state in the United States, we're basically going to be an experiment. And that's why I keep saying weather research in these bills, like the one that Trump just signed. It's called weather research. And the the humans that are walking around, they have no recourse because President Trump just signed this bill that said humans in America can be lab rats. Is that
0: what you're saying? Well, well, it's, These programs have been going on for decades, so Mr. Trump didn't invent it. He He didn't invent it, he just said it was okay, right? Well, now it's implemented in the system, but not all the way, because, again, we still have H-6011 to assert our citizenship in each state and counter this, and we can get on the phone tomorrow and every single day and contact our representatives and say no on S-141, based weather, because this is the funding. I mean... We have to show up where they're funding it, and that's where they're funding it. I'm trying to, you know, just share with this, uh, share this with people. The S-141 Space Weather Research and Forecasting Act um, is a bill pending. It's already passed in the Senate, and now it's in the House Intelligence Committee. So we have an opportunity uh, to, you know, get way in there.
1: Yeah, excuse me. It's in the House Intelligence Committee. Why is it there? Now it
0: is. Well, these are programs, the military programs, you know. This is where it leads, is to the military. These are military programs, and everyone's wondering, well, why is this happening? Well, this is space weather, Um, you know. uh, There's a lot of research that people can do. You can check out weathermodificationhistory.com. You can go to zerogeoengineering.com and just start doing the research and looking at the programs. I mean, it's not anything that anyone... Um, can get explained to them, I don't think. It's like you can go take courses in university about geoengineering and climate engineering. So, yeah, what we're facing is a public awareness of understanding that this is
1: pollution. Okay, so what you just told me before, so this has been going on for a very long time. In fact, didn't one of the Chafee's, Chafee was a congressman from Rhode Island, and he actually did some statements back in the day about geoengineering, and he was very concerned about it. If people want to Google that, I know that that's something that they could look at. The other interesting thing about this, too, is that Kurt Vonnegut's brother, he used to do geoengineering, too, and that's how Kurt Vonnegut kind of got this whole idea about what government is anyway. So that's just an interesting aside. I want to bring Justin Price back on the line. Justin, Jolie just explained that, Bill in Rhode Island H six zero zero one. That bill is more almost like a, um, a stumbling block for people to to try to do geoengineering in Rhode Island. Is that what you're trying to say too, or no? Right. It's going to make it going to make it so they have to go through all the
3: agencies and you know explain what they're doing and get the environmental impacts in, in the study and and it's and it's just going to and it'll it'll Make it so it's not so that it's out in the public and in the public forum so that everybody knows what they're going to (laughs) do.
1: Okay, what when are these hearings? What's that? Uh, when are the hearings? Because I know I live here and I'd love to attend them. When, When are they?
3: The hearings for the bill,
1: yeah. Well,
3: it was already heard once, it's held for further study. And I've been talking with the chairman about uh, uh, further actions that we're, we're going to take on it. Um,
1: and what so do you mean I that? You meaning like out. how it's acted or how it's. What does that mean?
3: Well, that's going to come up for another hearing. Um, how much? And when is
1: that? How many, when is that?
3: It has has not been scheduled for another hearing.
1: Oh, okay. How would I find so, out when the hearing is?
3: If you go on the Rhode Island State House website, the uh, Representative House website, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and you go to the legislation, there's a, there's a, a toolbar on the top, and there's you hit the legislation button, and then you then you hit the next button down that says bills um, and text, and then um, where where it says bill number down below, you type in Just six zero one one. Don't type because it won't. Just type six zero one one, and it'll come up with uh, the bill and the hearing information.
1: Okay, okay. I'm 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 gonna do that now. So, um, believe me, I'll be there. I'll be at the next hearing of that thing. Um, Oh yeah. Go ahead. And
3: I'll certainly will let you put it out there, and uh, I'll be telling everybody when there's another hearing.
1: Yeah, definitely give us, uh, I'm going to put all these links that everybody, jo- Jolie just said, what you just said, everything's going to be linked on YouTube. This, These uh, broadcasts I do are archived at YouTube. They're archived at VMO. They're archived over at SoundCloud. They're now archived at BitChute. I'm going to put the links to all the things that we're talking about. If people want to share this information with a friend, I want to go back to Jolie. I'm going to put you on mute (laughs) so Jolie I'm back with you now and um I want to talk about you brought up a couple things about these beams that they're putting into the the particles that they're putting into the air and their microwaves or other things because we really don't know in fact in the bill that President Trump signed H353 um it literally says and other purposes in the title of the bill Means like weather research, blah blah blah, and other purposes. So that uh, that wave that they're going to be blasting through this conductive air through these particles, um, could that is that is that have to do with communication? Like you know how everything's got these? Like I'm sitting in my house. There's a thing on inside of my house that says G5 or 5G on it. Is that what we're talking about? That's sort yeah, of. It. That's actually, that's
0: the overlapping technology that we are talking about. Exactly. Um, and in the bill HR 353, um, they actually do talk about this advanced radar. And we are talking about the communication systems because we have Verizon and, and other companies like this. Um, and so it does say specifically in the bill, um, advanced radar. Radar networking technologies and other ground-based technologies, including those emphasizing rapid, fine-scale sensing of the boundary layer and lower troposphere and the use of innovative dual polarization phased array technologies. And so, yes, this is, this is very sophisticated technology and it employs the use of microwave radiation like you're saying, the 5G, and, you know, we know that this is is harmful. A microwave radiation is um, a class one human health carcinogen, like smoking. So it's something that we want to cut down on, and not saying that we want to get rid of all our technology, but we can use fiber optics, and we can, you know, be responsible with our phone use, you know, hold it away from ourselves and not give it to children and just be careful. Um, but there's a lot of things that we have to catch up on in society, I think, with the science and understanding that these microwaves might be invisible, but we can read them with special equipment like electro smog meters. So we <laughs> have to be aware of it. It's something, if we want to be healthy, you know, we have to do things like cut down the pollution in the environment. Via geoengineering and G5, these are both just modern invasive technologies. And again, Representative Price's bill has given a context to um, being able to counter the steamrolling, really, of these programs. You know, they started before a lot of people were even born. So, yeah, it's an opportunity. So,
1: so. it is an opportunity. So. All right, this G5. I know that they've got the Verizon boxes and stuff. And have they tested that on humans? I know that I've, I've been since I they knew are, was, I knew that they had. They um, I think it Was Boston and Seattle were set up for this now?
0: Yeah, you're you're one of the yeah. test states. Ask Jeff Price about it because um, Rhode Island's one of the test states. And yeah, you're getting it tested on you. Basically, it's not safe right now. Right beam, now we are. We're all, it's, it's dialed in everywhere. Yeah, we, we are facing the uh, the um, Mobile Now Act. That's S19. And this is the deployment of this technology. And, again, this is overlapping with the geoengineering because they, they are overlapping technologies. And so, yes, okay. you, um, they're both okay. emissions, That's though. Cool. This is the thing. They're both emissions. The emissions from the G5 and the emissions from the geoengineering, and we can measure both.
1: So, yeah, that's us just try and get on I, offense here. Now, didn't I see recently, I think I saw this, somebody was standing up, very important. I think it was the day they announced the Harvard experiment. It was literally, I think, the day or the day after. It was the head of the CIA was standing up talking to somebody about communications are going to be so much quicker now and so much better now. And then somebody else I saw talking about the same technology, and somebody asked, "Has this been tested on humans?" He goes, "We're not going to wait till it gets tested." (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to pull up the the link to those two things when I post this on YouTube, so people can see what I'm talking about. These people are just they are singularly focused to get this out because you know it's all about communications, and of course that's I think why the DoD is involved. Um, it 's the same technology that uh speed traders on Wall Street use. They set up those big like literally laser beams or radio waves or microwaves so they could quick get the quickest information about what the trades on Wall Street are doing and I remember when they first put those up, people were very concerned about being like in the straight line of fire of that thing, and people did do tests on that for themselves for their own personal knowledge and it did seem like it was a kind of a carcinogenic thing. Um, So it would be, I think, prudent for a state to make a big fuss about allowing this to happen. I know this state, Rhode Island, our our governor is very, very excited about this because we're going to be moving into, you know, the new century when we're going to have people moving into Rhode Island because we're going to be so far advanced. Um, But we don't know how this is going to affect us. Is it going to affect our children? Is it going to affect our Weather, is it going to affect our food, our water? What is it going to do? And these are things I think anybody should be kind of concerned about. It doesn't mean, you know, you're anti-science, you're anti-just, it just means you just want to know before, you know, if you're going to walk into a lion's den, maybe you should be better, got better equipment with you. I don't know, but, um, so that's my thought. I'm going to bring, uh, Justin back on. Justin, are you still here? Justin? Yes. Okay, good. Good. Listen, Justin. <laughs> now, listen to me. I have I have a question for you. Now, when you came up okay. with this idea of like, I'm going to present this bill, did you go looking for these people to write this bill for you, or did they come to you with this bill?
3: Well, originally, um, uh, Representative Karen McBeth um, and I presented it l- last session, and, and she was the prime sponsor on it. And then we started getting some, you know, started getting some input from, you know, people around the, the country. And then there were some people that contacted me, like uh, Jolie and uh, uh, Rosa Peterson, mm-hmm. Ros- Rosalind Peterson, and uh, uh, Susan down in Florida, and everybody, you know, pitched in, and, you know, they were really knowledgeable knowledgeable about um, all the technology and stuff. So the, that's how the bill got created.
1: Okay, uh, so the bill was the bill was originally written by, you mentioned Peterson. That's Rosalind Peterson?
3: Rosalind, yeah. Now,
1: okay, what, she was from the USDA, was, right? She was an right. agriculture So she's concerned about all this due to agriculture stuff. And then the other person, Susan Clark, she's from Harvard. Now, that's the same place that's doing this giant uh, geoengineering experiment. Um, Is she involved with that big experiment, or is she a different type of uh, scientist?
3: No, she's really concerned about doing any kind of experimentation like that and uh, Uh the ramifications of it. Uh, What's that David piece that's really promoting the – the geoengineering. Um, he's also at Harvard, but we're right. trying to. Um, we're trying to, but you know, try. If anybody's going to do any experimentation, it's got to be. It's got to be safe, and uh, safe for humans. And obviously, it's not. So this is kind of a road roadblock, roadblock bill in a way. Right.
1: But, right. Now. All right. So you said obviously it's not. How how is it obvious? Just just for argument's sake, how is it obvious that it's not safe? Like if somebody, i mean like Sam at the bar or something, is like, "Jen, Jen, you're crazy. That chemtrail person." I'm like, "No, but it's not safe." How would I fight that back? Maybe, Jolie, if you want to jump in, you can jump in. Both of you are unmuted. Um, how would you say that this is not safe? How would you make that argument? Well, just uh,
3: when, when you listen to these scientists talk about. The, the amount of uh, sulfur in the other chemicals they want to put into the atmosphere. I mean, that's—I forget—I forget the amount that they are proposing. This, this uh, Dr. Keith and his proposal—it's just an enormous amount of uh, of uh, chemicals and uh, sulfur to introduce into the uh, atmosphere, and that. Right there, will raise raise an eyebrow. I'm a, I don't I don't really want to quote how much he was saying because it, right, it's like right, a large
1: right. thing. I don't want to sound I don't want to you know sound over. put you in your own <laughs> mouth. Right, I understand. Um, now I I know people make a big deal out of volcanoes because it is true. Volcanoes send up a ton of stuff. They just send up a ton of stuff, and um, I think the Harvard experiment, from what I've looked at, and Jolie could correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what they want to do is basically make a cloud cover similar to a volcano, well, a volcano's eruption. And they, I don't know what they hope to do with that other than to just create a big mess. <laughs> I'm not sure what their, their plan is there. Jolie, what, what do you have to say about that? What is the difference between what they're doing and a volcano?
0: Well, a volcano is from Mother Earth, and it's a natural occurrence. What they're talking about is adding significant quantities of known hazardous substances, and they are all included on the 2012 hazardous substance list of the EPA. Secondly, in relation to sulfur dioxide emissions, everyone should review the regulations that were put in place in 2010. Originally, California took sulfur dioxide out of diesel fuel because it causes asthma in children and acid rain. So following that suit, the rest of the country, all the other states, also took sulfur dioxide out of diesel fuel for the same reason. Now Professor Keith and his comrades who are promoting the idea of covering the earth with massive sulfur pollution without asking anyone's permission, and they're just doing that. What What do you think? I mean, we don't have to ask what it's going to do. It's, it's harmful. We already know. And see, they've gotten away because they've been able to operate in the context internationally. They haven't been held accountable to the state's uh, regulations. And so they've sidestepped those. You know, so this is why our bill is so relevant and so important because it gives people the voice to step up and articulate what our demands are, which is, hey, We're just talking about air quality. We don't we want to cut down on pollution emissions. That includes electromagnetism for five G type technology and it also includes any kind of particulate uh which we, you know, Rosalind and Susan and Rep Price, you know, put in this bill very clearly what the definitions are. And, you know, so we at least have a place to show up and, and counter this, you know, um real uh, pollution-generating industry. You know, I can't think of another way to term it. I mean, it's just really, seriously, it's just adding a lot of pollution. So, again, people who care about the environment, geoengineering is your issue, and so is is 5G. Yeah. So, now,
1: yeah. what's interesting to me is that as um, the economy here in the United States continues to kind of falter, um, amazingly, as the businesses close, it seems that more and more effort is being put into hospital stuff. And I see like, new cancer research centers popping up all around the place, especially around universities. And um, I, I really... I, I'm just going to sound kind of creepy and everything, but I believe Catherine Austin Fitz, when I talked to her, she said something very similar. They're going to basically process people in a way that they're going to keep you kind of sick and cancer is a great way to do that because all of a sudden you're in a system where you're sick you're dependent on all different funding to funnel through you you become like a like a vector for this funding and then it it just funnels through you and your sickness that money goes to other organizations and other places, so you're moving money around. And I do, I personally feel that this 5G, that's what's called, or G5, that, um, I think that is going to le- lead into more cancer, I would imagine. I mean, it's a radio, it's it's a microwave. That Absolutely. to me seems obvious. All Absolutely. Right. It can't, wireless.
0: Is, you know, there's human studies from 1927 to now thousands of human studies, and they've proven that wireless radiation is hazardous. So, I right, mean, so- we can we – can, the solution is wired technology. We already have the solution, so it's not – you know, it's just we do have to show up and insist that the that, that technology complies with safety regulations. That's all.
1: Is this already in kids' schools? Or no, not yet. Not yet in Rhode Island, or no? Well, um, there, there are a lot of why, I don't, I don't know
0: about everywhere, but they are trying to get wireless out of school because it is harmful. Um, mm-hmm. especially, you know, for the children's reproductive. Um, mm-hmm. it's also bad for the neurological abilities. So right. we, we know this, it's like, why is it there? You know, I mean, again, we have just as parents and concerned, you know, people that care in the community, you know, um, this is great that we're, we're having this conversation more and more and just forcing technology to catch up or be you know safe i mean it's kind of like the Ralph Nader you know um it's like there was a lot of things that you know you didn't have seat belts in the car you know they didn't think about that and then it just makes perfect sense now you know it's just safety well this is the same thing where it's just air pollution safety
1: and we have to just demand way better yeah it comes down to people being it's the knowledge of this stuff because back in the day, nobody thought to put on seatbelts They just hop in the truck and just like start plowing over the field. It's no big deal. Right. And then, and of course at that point we probably only traveled at 45 miles an hour on the highway back in the way, you know, when my parents had their car when they were very first driving around. But now we drive at 70 miles an hour and it's worth it to put that seatbelt on. And we've got the airbags, we got all these different things to protect us. And I think we have to think about all this technology for the communications. Of course, everybody wants a good cell phone. They want a good, they want all this stuff. That's why the company is providing all this stuff. But the thing is, they don't know the dangers. And I think this is really, like you've been, both of you have been saying, it's really about talking about what the dangers could be. And it's not to sound like I'm, like this crazy person that's just afraid of stuff. I love, I love technology. I'm a big fan of like going to off planet. I'm like, I'm crazy about SpaceX, you know, just stuff like that. But I, I feel, I don't want to be a victim. And I think that anybody that is concerned about their own health, don't even worry about, I mean, there are, yes, worry about the environment, but worry about your own health. Worry about the fact that you might end up with something like MS or cancer or, um, you know, these d- dementia You know, with all this aluminum that they're throwing at us, out of these or these clouds or whatever they're throwing, we have, like you said, they have the soil samples to show that this stuff is being we're being dusted with it. Now, I had another guest on. Um, He was from Suspicious Observers, which is a, a space weather news. He does a daily broadcast. He said that the stuff that they're spraying in the sky that people call chemtrails, he said those. Will not affect the planet for years to come. They're spraying that stuff at such altitudes that it. it they know that it's going to do something. They know that it's um, deadly. And he says he, got, he goes. I don't. He goes. I don't know who they got to fly these planes and how they wake up in the morning and look at their kids to say like I'm going to do this. But the big um, geoengineering stuff. They're doing it at very high altitude, and he said it's going to take a couple years for it to come down. He said it could be within two years. Um, Doesn't mean it's not touching us, (laughs) but I just wanted to know. So the fact that it's in their soil already tells me that, like you said, they've been doing this for a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no. We've actually been testing the rainwater, and there should be absolutely zero metals in there, very, very minimal. And, you know, it's sad because we've been getting the tests back from different parts of the country. And, yeah, in some places it's pretty bad. I mean, there's no justification for it. And this is the thing. It's just gotten kind of pushed under the rug. It's been happening for decades. And now we have an opportunity to show up. You know, because, again, when you, when you have this discussion about what it is in the air, we're missing it. We're so late in the game. They already have S141 financing these weather, space weather programs to 2028. So why are we still even having a conversation about, you know, if what goes up comes down? I mean, that's basic. We know that whatever goes up is going to come down. And we can prevent, think of how great we're going to feel when we stop this pollution, Rhode Island first, they stop the pollution. Think of how great we're going to feel when we don't have the pollution and the electromagnetism pollution. I mean, you know, people started getting depressed when they started trying to block the sun 30, 40 years ago, you know, and then the pharmaceutical industry blossomed. Why? Because we need the sun. We need the vitamin D. We can't get enough from a pill. So, again, like, we're going to feel so much better. All we have to do is take care of this pollution for the kids, for our communities, you know, for this for this place we love, you know, and that's the real problem. If you're If you're into the climate, Again, this is your issue, you know. It's been framed weather research, but it's geoengineering. And um, Representative Price's bill in Rhode Island, your bill in Rhode Island, this thing is really, you
1: know, in,
0: in the right place at the right time if we can capitalize on this.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so back to this Rhode Island bill. Rhode Island, as I mentioned earlier, is the smallest little state. Honest to God, there's counties in other states that are – larger than this, our one state, and um, I was in Nevada, and somebody was telling me about their county. I said, that's Rhode Island. They said, yeah, that's smaller than my county. <laughs> I started laughing. Um, we're very, very small. We have Connecticut. We have Massachusetts right next to us. What's to stop somebody else, like some other, like some geoengineering company, to say, oh, screw Rhode Island. I'll just go road to Massachusetts, take off my plane from right literally 15 miles away in the next state and take off and just start doing it. And that stuff not coming and hitting me in Rhode Island.
0: Yeah. Well, they could do that. But what about if Massachusetts and Connecticut and Vermont and New Hampshire goes, Hey, wow, Rhode Island, they just passed this weather, uh, this geoengineering act. Maybe there's something to it. You know, it could work the other way as well. And I spoke with a delegate yesterday in Maryland, and she was telling me how, yeah, if you have a, a strong bill in one state, it could pass in all of them. And that is the example of the sulfur bill that we were talking about earlier. Um, the sulfur is um, already a known contaminant and that they're employing with geoengineering. And in 2010, when California passed the act, uh, the, the ban on sulfur and diesel fuels, they all did. And so that's the same sort of format, because we're talking about a health and safety bill here. This is mm-hmm. a no brainer. You know, mm-hmm. so again, Massachusetts and the people in, Rhode I- in um, Vermont and Connecticut could get really excited and go, oh, thank God. They could be like, I'm going to move to Rhode Island. Or they could get <laughs> their representative.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be uh, what? <laughs> Uh, now here's the thing, but what you just said sounds like an economic not not an economic incentive, but it could be an economic incentive to have people move to our state here's where I find this difficult is because obviously, if the space weather um bill is in the going to intelligence committee for the De- Department of Defense to approve yeah. this thing, there's obviously a lot of money tied up in it. And as we know, our governor is all about this. She thinks this is wonderful. She thinks it's going to make our state very economically strong because we're going to have this G5 technology. And I remember I was a delegate for um, Ron Paul, an alternate delegate, and I remember that Verizon was giving away free bags of stuff as he came in. They just were like, yay, delegates, yay, Verizon loves you. So obviously, Verizon has a lot of They have a lot invested in this. And you know, and I know, and maybe Rhett Price knows. In fact, let's go to him and talk about this. Justin Price, Representative Price, have you ever been approached? Do do you know of anybody that's ever been pressured by corporations to not pass a bill? Or other way around, have they been pressured by corporations to pass a bill? What do you think?
3: has a bill about five G?
1: No, just in general. I mean, yeah, yeah. If it's about five G, go ahead. Yeah.
3: Well, I looked at the uh, the um, the committee hearing the, the the people that gave testimony, and it was all you know, it was all the big companies, Verizon, AT and T, and all those companies that gave testimonies for the uh, right. And I there was, like was a. That- call- <laughs> They don't call it 5G, but it's going to put, um, it's going to put little rem- rem- remote cell, uh, I guess, transmitter, like, like min- mini towers. I, I think they're speculating, like, every quarter of a mile on public right-of-ways. And, oh, and so, so, to, it, the, so you uh, mean it's
1: on a telephone pole or something?
3: Any public right-of-way, and, um... Public utility poles, public buildings.
0: Right, right, and, uh, okay.
1: So you were looking at that bill, the- and everybody from all those companies were there to, like, say, yay, this is the best, best thing ever. And was anybody standing up in opposition to it? Did you notice?
3: I wasn't at the committee hearing, but I didn't see anybody that gave written testimony. I didn't see anybody on the on the list that was against it. I think they're, they're yeah. just slide in under the radar and even, even these reps don't even really know exactly what it was but um I'm not saying anything about the ones on the committee I'm sure they learned about it but that uh, if you l- listen to the, the head of the FCC I think that's who you were talking about that gave that speech about how great 5G is going to be.
1: Right um, yeah that's who it was that's exactly who it was yeah.
3: Yep yeah. and and he explains how it's going to be for driverless cars and um I believe what he said is, if it can be tracked, it will be tracked,
1: yeah, <laughs> all right, so there's that's a funny. lot of technology that's already in development and ready to be launched the minute this five g stuff hits hits for us in Rhode island um yeah we don't we can't have we don't have driverless cars here yet, no, but we will, I bet the minute it happens um, so Jolie, back to you um, so there's a lot of money pushing. Like, literally, they've invested tons of money into producing products that will work with this 5G stuff, like smart refrigerators, literally smart mm-hmm. microwaves in your house, smart ovens, smart, you know, televisions, you know, the stuff that they've really invested and they've already started to produce. This isn't going to be a big, big fight. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Absolutely. And um, yeah, and especially the fact that that – S141 is in the House Intelligence Committee with the DOD, oh, that's going to be huge amounts of money. Now, here's when I said, what is the bad thing that could happen if it passes? What is the argument that you can imagine that the bad thing that would happen if it didn't pass, especially with the DOD? Are they trying to say that this would help communicate? I would imagine they're saying it's going to help communications with our warfare state so that they can stay on ahead of the a curve globally, or may, or is this a global yeah. project? Yeah,
0: that's the crux of the issue. I think geoengineering is the mechanism for global governance getting to bypass and overstep against state regulations and laws that exist already by just saying, oh, it's an international thing. Um, Verizon and these, the deployment of the 5G technology, um, this is this is something that, again, like we can't have liberty if there's going to be blankets of this kind of microwave radiation going. Um, and that's why showing up now, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on the Hill doing some um, visiting of some of these offices and people can call in. But now we're the fourth branch of governance. You know, we have to assert our. Uh, the full extent of our citizenship and get involved in this discussion because again, S141 is something that we can still call in about on the national level and weigh in. Because as Rep Price said, I mean, you know, no one showed up for to counter the 5G and that's just, you know, I wish I could be in more places, but just the 5G, once I learned about that, um, that's just as, um, staggering as the geoengineering, if not more so. And, um, again, it's just like roadblocking this um, invasive technology and giving it the label that it needs, which is pollution, emissions, and then slapping it with a big fine. And we can measure it. You know, again, it's like it's a fight I'm willing to take on. I mean, not everybody wants to do it. But when I wake up in the morning, this is what I want to do. Because I'm, I'm determined that everyone should have, you know, to, to be able to have clean air and clean water I and, mean, you know, and, and pursue right. oh. life, liberty and happiness, you know, I mean, we can't yeah. do that if we're going to have invasive technology that sidesteps us and goes to international
1: mm-hmm.
0: global mm-hmm. governance, you know. And that's why, you know, we have to step up with this kind of legislation because it's 10th Amendment.
1: Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us today. I do appreciate this, and I do want people to know that I'm going to put the links to your websites and to these different things we've mentioned. This is an excellent show. Thank you both very, very much for your time.
2: News and information you can trust. This is American Freedom Radio. Freedom. Freedom. American. Freedom Radio. Radio. American Freedom Radio. And I hope people support American Freedom Radio. And I hope people vote with their dollars and really understand the value of having American Freedom Radio. Because that's my family. If you love me at all, Jack Blood, support American Freedom Radio. Like my family has literally disowned me. (laughs) American Freedom Radio, Danny and Don and those guys, those are my actual family. So please, please support these guys because they have all the technology. They have all these great things that they're going to do, but obviously they can't do it all by themselves. So not only would I like to see you support them, I'd like to see you retweet them and repost them and really get involved and get on the, the bandwagon, so to speak, on doing that do-it-yourself promotion because they're a do-it-yourself radio network and uh, and we just need that so much. Nutritious food is real body armor. It builds muscle, burns fat, improves digestion, and feeds the entire body the nutrients it needs. Did you know the U.S. government banned the hemp plant from growing in the United States and classified it as a Schedule One drug to hide it behind the marijuana plant? People have been confused about this plant for over 80 years, and many still don't know what hemp is. So now you know hemp is not marijuana, and marijuana is not hemp. They are different varieties of the same species. Hemp USA. Org wants the world to know these basic facts and to help people understand that hemp protein powder is the best-kept health secret you need to know about. Remember, hemp protein powder contains 53% protein, is gluten-free, anti-inflammatory, non-GMO, and is loaded with nutrients. Call 888-910-4367, 888-910-4367, and see what our powder, seeds, and oil can do for you only at HempUSA.org.
3: This is Rick Simpson, and you're listening to American Freedom Radio. Wadia will remain a dictatorship.
1: Or oh, oh, be quiet. Why are you guys so anti-dictators? Imagine if America was a dictatorship. You could let 1% of the people have all the nation's wealth. You could help your rich friends get richer by cutting their taxes and bailing them out when they
2: gamble and lose. You could ignore the needs of the poor for healthcare and education. Your media would appear free, but would secretly be controlled by one
1: person and his family. You could wire tap phones. You could torture foreign prisoners. You could have rigged elections. You could lie about why you go to war. You could fill your prisons with one particular racial group, and no one would complain. You could use the media to scare the people into supporting policies that are against their interests.
2: You're listening to AmericanFreedomRadio.com, the network who perseveres in delivering intelligent debate, constructive dialogue with true independence. The freedom to broadcast the truth is not free at all. So, what is American Freedom Radio worth to you? The empowering information with fun, honest, and pure integrity behind it provides an example to follow, friendships to flourish, with the moral altruism that pulls no punches. The hosts sacrifice and show remarkable discipline in their duty to deliver quality radio and service to the community with strength, wisdom, and loyalty. The founders of AFR wish to thank you personally for sharing your views and insights to make the best radio and alternative media. Now it's time for you to give something back and play a vital role in the future of America. Be as generous with us as we've been with you. Click on the donate banner at AmericanFreedomRadio.com or volunteer by emailing AmericanFreedomRadio at Ymail.com. Vaccine, psychotropic drugs, and artillery batteries not included. No rules, no rules. No taboo topics, no taboo topics. No fear of doom, no fear of doom. We are, we are American Freedom Radio. American Freedom Radio.